guys, welcome to our first podcast, our first episode of Formation Alpha. I guess we should start off with introductions. Uh, yeah, we'll start, um, what do you call it? Down the line right Dead here. Line. Line. All right, um, I'm Brian Castellanos. I am the younger brother, but not the youngest member. I will be in charge of the puns. They will not be funny, and you probably won't laugh, but that will not stop me. All right, cool. I am Brandon Castellanos, well, I am his older brother, and pretty much I am in charge of all the tech stuff and uh, I guess bringing you guys whatever we talk about, you know, latest news, whether it be, you know, game stuff, uh, movies, comics, things like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. And I am Jenny Galindo. I am Jerry's older sister, and um, I'll be the host, mediator, making sure, you know, we don't start fighting and jumping onto the table, attacking each other. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, when I'm Jerry, so I'm your youngest brother. Mm-hmm. Or I'm the youngest member, actually. I'm only, yeah. I'm the yes. Because <laughs> you just say ages too, right? Yeah. So, yeah. how old are you? 18. Yeah. 18, I'm 25. 24. Old enough. <laughs> nah, I'm a 22. <clears throat> oh, wow. I didn't realize we're all like different ages. That's kind of yeah. cool. Okay. All right. First uh, first topic. What were we going to, what were we going so, to cover? So, I guess I should do a little overview of what we're going to talk about today. Okay. So we're going yeah. to touch on um, RTX because us three went to RTX mm-hmm. uh, two weeks ago. Yep. And then um, E3 because Jerry went to E3. <clears throat> when was E3? Uh, it was June 13th. June 13th. And then we're going to touch up on Spider-Man because yeah. we saw that when we were at RTX. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wonder and, Woman. I mean, we oh, can talk yeah. about Wonder Woman too if mm-hmm. we have time. <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, actually, so... I think we should. I he think, should. Yeah, I think you should start off RTX because you you actually had the VIP pass. So I mean, yeah. you got yeah. to, you. I'll also okay. give her a day there earlier than we were. Okay, so <clears throat> for the most part, I got the VIP pass because usually uh, the past couple of RTXs I've gone, so I, this was my third one. VIP looks so grandeur and lux, uh, luxurious because you cut lines and keep in mind, you know, it's, RTX has been growing by the year. And so when I went in 2015, there was about 30,000 people. Whereas this year, I believe there was about 65,000 people. And they had 1,400 VIPs, which could have been handled a lot better. Um, being VIP, you pay a lot more than you know a regular weekend pass. You pay about 600% more. And it, it costs a pretty penny. And I will say, honestly, the only thing worth it was that I was able to be in an immersion, which was really great. I can't disclose any information on that till a later date, till they actually put up the episode. But it was really fun, and I thoroughly enjoyed that. That was taken the day prior to RTX. So going to RTX, day one, as a VIP, you're said to have access to the exhibit hall an hour early. The VIP line was so long that by the time the exhibit hall opened to... Uh, to VIPs, um, the line was just so grandiose that it literally took almost an hour, or it would have taken an hour. And so I just had to go to a different panel because then I could actually use my VIP perks to get in. Whereas in the exhibit hall, I couldn't use the extra hour because there was so many people. That, they added metal detectors, and the metal detectors were god awful. It was two two for the VIP line. Now, 1,400 VIPs at two people a line, and that's because not even every single VIP was lined up. People were, VIPs were waiting to line up, 
And it, by the time uh, 11.45 rolled around, I'm just like, this isn't worth it. I'm not going to get in in the next 15 minutes. And so I just went to another panel. And, um, I mean, it was fun just, you know, seeing a bunch of the stuff. And it... Um, It wasn't a great experience being VIP, but it was also one of the uh, coordinators' first year directing yeah. RTX. And so I don't want to put too much pressure on that, and hopefully next year they make it better. And I, I do plan on going next year because it is a 15-year anniversary. And so with that being said, I know they're going to plan something grandiose. And hopefully they fix all the situations they had this year. Uh, mm -hmm. They do. They did give out a survey. Uh, I don't know if you guys submitted yours mm -hmm. or saw it. No. I and, saw it, um, but I haven't submitted it yet. I wanted yeah. to. I didn't even <laughs> So basically that just gives them feedback on what went wrong. And I basically com list listed my complaints. And so uh, I know a few other people did too. So hopefully next year is better. Uh, I hope they don't do as many VIPs. And, uh, you know, even if I don't get one, it just kind of takes away from the experience being VIP. If you don't get the same perks that you would get in the prior years. Yeah. Um... I mean, I'll, I'll say I well, we went Saturday, Sunday, so we didn't even get to go a all week, three days. So we had the weekend pass. Yeah. We, yeah, we just went Saturday, Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I will say, yeah, the only downside I think to that was the whole uh, autograph code. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, uh, and the what? autograph codes were just faulty, and you know that was through uh, front gate, and you know I I just hope that they manage it better. And I understand, you know, um, with, I even told them, like, being VIP, yeah, it's great, but if you have to cap it at, like, somewhere between 500 to 750, and I don't get a code, that's fine, because it doesn't take away from the VIP experience. Mm -hmm. Whereas a weekend pass, you know, even if you have to cap the weekenders, you know, I know RTX is a, or Rooster Teeth is a growing company, but having so many people and then all these problems occurring it really doesn't help the convention no. you know a lot of people have a bunch of gripes some people get in a bad mood the convention becomes less enjoyable and the experience is less enjoyable due to that and so if they have to set a cap i would recommend that they do set a cap and that way the people that can go go and their experience isn't uh deterred by the lack of codes the fact that yours took about a week to uh actually work and by then, all the other autograph sessions were gone. Yeah. So it was ver it was just worthless at that point. Yeah. You don't know. So I think that they should set caps for yeah, definitely. Lim yeah, definitely. set a limit. Um, and I mean, just to clarify, not every convention is this hectic. Uh, I mean, mm -hmm. Brian actually went to the Dallas Fan Expo, mm -hmm. where the VIP was completely worth it. Oh yeah. And yeah, that, they had. Cheap. I mean, Artists was what like fifteen hundred people. Are 1,400 VIPs. VIPs, yeah. And then yeah. opposed to the Dallas Fan Expo, it was 500. Yeah. And we had no problem whatsoever. So yeah. I think, so this is my first time going to RTX. And I know you guys have like previous experiences. Mm -hmm. So it being my first time, besides the autograph codes not working, which sucked because we couldn't meet anybody yeah. really. Like all we mm -hmm. saw were people from panels and stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel like I still had a lot of fun. Like there was a lot of cool booths. Um, we got to meet the creators of How It Should Have Ended, and then mm -hmm. the creators from Cyanide and Happiness were there. And then, oh, I'm a huge Halo fan, so there was a lot of like Halo community love, and I thought that was really cool. I took a lot of cool pictures. So I wouldn't knock it completely, but yeah, the whole VIP thing was messed, like they should have they should have handled that better. And then our weekend pass, like they should, our codes should have worked, or they should have 
opened up more slots for people to sign up later when they fix the codes. So They quote unquote fix the codes because yeah. both of yours are still messed mm -hmm. up when they fix the codes. Yeah. And yeah. I know Jerry's also a huge Rooster Teeth fan and mm -hmm. you kind of heard of yeah, the, the they problems. Were they were talking about it yeah. like, on their on their podcasts and stuff. Mm -hmm. It just got me a little aggravated because it almost seemed like they were so out of touch what was happening the day after the RTX, like the day after mm -hmm. the last RTX day. Like the lady that was in charge of the whole convention was mm -hmm. like, oh, we're so happy that some, uh, that, you know, our, our lines were super short to get into the convention center. And then she's it's like, like I was like, no. And then she's like, uh, I forgot what she said, but she said something like, uh, there might be a few bad like incidents that happened that really just like uh, caused a less than like good experience for the most of our attendees. But other than that, I'm very excited about like this year's RTX. I think I did a good job. I was like, well, I don't know. The VIPs beg to differ. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing about that is. I, didn't, I wouldn't say that she did a bad job. I'd say she did a decent yeah. job. Uh, of course, there was a lot of issues that could have been handled better. Mm -hmm. And the VIP thing, it really did suck. A lot of VIPs were very upset. Some had uh, more pleasurable experiences. But being VIP, you're granted into panels. Uh, you, you have select sections um, for you, for VIPs, because mm -hmm. you pay X amount of money. And it sucks that... Being in being VIP, I still had to show up to panels. At the same time, I would have had to show up if I was a regular weekend attendee. Mm -hmm. Like I paid so much money to avoid this particular situation, yeah. mm -hmm. and yet I'm in, still in the situation. I will, however, uh, not give or take away the metal detectors portion because that was of no fault of their own. Mm -hmm. Like even the people at RTX, like the yeah. people running it, were upset with the metal detectors. Mm -hmm. But it was. Uh, City of Austin, I believe it was City of Austin's ordinance because you know what happened with Jason David Frank and uh, all that mm -hmm. other stuff. So it was just a safety precaution. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I understand that it's through no fault of their own. So that part, I, you know, I will take off. Yeah. Uh, how do I say the person running it? I will. I will take mm -hmm. that off their shoulders. Yeah. But other than that, some of the other experiences could have been handled better. And yeah. I mean, it is their first year running it, so I will not, you know, bash them too much. It is a learning experience. Yeah. And so I'm hoping next year they do make it better. Yeah. yeah. Um, for me, I and this is my second RTX. Mm -hmm. I will say I like my the first one more. I feel like they had more to offer on the uh, was it the exhibit hall. Yeah. But I will say that I even at the Dallas Fan Expo, I didn't go to any of the the panels. Yeah. And I there's a lot of I think vital information you can learn from those. I think there was one we learned about like podcasting. You know how to set it up. Mm, yeah. That was uh, really cool. Yeah. Some of the uh, like the sets they do. Yeah. And there's. Uh, just different genres they have. Uh, I think one's like how to start a gaming company. Mm -hmm. Some of them are, you know, really chock full of information. Others are kind of just a snooze. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I completely missed that at the Dallas Expo, mm -hmm. and I will say that's something I did pick up on this one. Mm -hmm. um, as far as the exhibit hall, I think 2015 was a lot better. Uh, I will say 2015, I felt was a lot better. Um, this one just kind of felt really congested. And although a lot of the vendors were really nice and you got to meet a few people like Cyanide and Happiness and a bunch of stuff like that, I will say I felt like the the prior RTX was would, um, 2015 was also my favorite year due to the fact that I had a bunch of people with me. You know, it was you, Kyle, mm -hmm. uh, Adrian, you know, we, we were a group of like eight people. 
And so waiting in line was no issue. Mm -hmm. Hanging out like in the exhibit hall, doing this and that, it was fun. Um, and then another thing too was we got that concert. Oh yeah. In 2015, we got oh, to see yeah, Bare awesome. Naked Ladies and Video Game Orchestra. Uh, this year they had a concert for the VIP party. I have no idea who it was. The VIP party, I left like an hour in because I just didn't really like it all that much. Um, it was cool. You got to see other v uh, VIP attendees and, you know, I chatted, made a few friends here and there. But the minute uh, employee of Rooster Teeth walked in, like, you know, one of Achievement Hunter walks in, um, as soon as he walked through the front gate, just swarmed. Yeah with people and it's just a crowd and it's like guys it's a party you know just kind of like do your picture and walk away but no they were all like oh you know they they crowded him just mm -hmm. to make sure that they got a picture and i felt that that kind of takes away from it because you know i tried to meet this person and that person but ultimately it was just like oh let's all crowd this these people and then as soon as another employee walks in crowd that person mm -hmm. crowd crowd and i'm like <clears throat> i I don't really feel like this is all that great, and so I left and checked out a panel. Yeah. I don't think they're taking into account that like the community's growing, and like the convention really needs to like grow with them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the exhibit yeah. hall can't stay the same every year. Like mm -hmm. whether they like it or not, I mean, more people are gonna go, mm -hmm. and yeah. they they just need more stuff. And you said even the 2015 one, they had like a warthog, and they had like a whole bunch of. Yeah, like yeah. Stuff um, you could take pictures with. Yeah, the the exhibit hall seemed a lot, like a lot smaller than mm -hmm. 2015. That's because I mean, like you said, this one apparently more people went. Yeah. Than the 2015 one, I felt the exhibit hall in 2015 was a lot bigger and a lot more to offer. I thought. Well, I think that also might due to the fact that um, it might have been more congested. But it was a good kind of congested where you still had room to walk around. Uh, a lot of the uh, vendor or like, you know, the places where the vendor set up were a lot bigger. And so they had more booths and more mm -hmm. room to work with. Whereas these, it was kind of like a bunch of smaller vendors selling miscellaneous things. Mm -hmm. So the uh, part with the Warthog, that was showing all the Rooster Teeth. It showed the Rooster Teeth podcast set, which was mm -hmm. awesome. It showed the Warthog. You got to see the Laser Teams, some uh, stuff from Laser Team. You got to play Ruby Gr uh, Grim Eclipse in that area and a lot of the areas had to be uh capsized so like uh one of the one of the areas in the 2015 expo hall was a big area dedicated to the arcade games mm -hmm. and it was like 16 arcade games and like uh you know back to back back to back with uh more stuff in the middle uh whereas this one it was kind of like a small section just kind of like an oval shape and it was just like okay this is it now, you know, it kind of took away from the whole retro idea. Um, Screw Attack had the arcade in the JW Marriott. They didn't have that this year. Uh, the autograph sessions were in the Expo Hall this time, so the lines were kind of handled better. But, again, you know, it just... It is this person's first year. Uh, I don't want to mention names, even though most people who watch with you probably know. Mm -hmm. But... It is their first year running it, and they did run it by themselves. So, you know, it, it's just a, like I said, it's a learning experience, and so next year I'm hoping that they can do a better job. Yeah. yeah. And yep. it makes sense for them to, I mm -hmm. guess, put them in charge now, because Rooster mm -hmm. Teeth is only going to get bigger, and their yeah. convention's only going to get bigger, yeah, so. I mean, they just started doing three conventions this year. Yeah. Their third one's in October in, like, London, I believe. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's in the UK. 
So oh. next February, I believe, is RTX Sydney. And then I think it was uh, said that RTX Austin was going to be in August. And so later in the year, they still got to do uh, the UK RTX. And so, yeah, they're growing, but they also, like, need to calm down a bit and, like, mm -hmm. fix mm. their problems before yeah. they move forward. Yeah. Fix what they have before they, you know, yeah. think about adding on. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Cool. All right. Cool. So let's move on to E3. My favorite. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jerry, tell so us much. a little bit more. We're so jealous of you that yes, you got to very. go. Yeah. Uh, as you should be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, as someone that's been to E3 in the past, uh, we've been last yeah, year. Yeah, so we went last year, 2016. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we went last year's E3. Last year's was from the 14th to the 16th. Mm -hmm. This year was from the 13th to the 15th, which was a little odd because, like, I thought I was kind of like messed up with the dates because it was always the 14th through the 16th every mm -hmm. year. And then this year was 13th to the 15th. So I was like a little confused oh, when we landed. I was like, do we get there early? Yeah. Too early? But I was like, no, no, no. That's that's pretty much what it is. But um, Nintendo so... blew it out of the water this year. Like, I, I'm so happy for them. Like, last year they only had Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. Which only, I mean, huge understatement because it was one of the best games that actually like won E3 last year. Yeah. We were playing it on a Wii U. It was really good. The demo was so early. It was the frame rate was horrible, but we saw <laughs> the potential of what it could be. Yeah. And um, when it came out for Switch and Wii U this year, you know, won like so many awards and it got best like it's probably going to win game of the year mm -hmm. like that down. is debatable <laughs> okay i believe me i loved breath of the wild mm. i played it constantly but there's been so many good games this year yeah. Yeah, that it's, it's kind of really hard crazy. to say yeah this year's yeah. been a good game a good year for so games crazy. it really has i remember last year i i remember last year being a disappoint like a disappointing yeah. year yes. in gaming like so many sad. no man's sky i was like i was really excited for that and then and just, they hyped that up so much yes it was so and much the developer potential. did too and made a lot of he, uh, yeah he was yeah. a lot of com right. uh, lies that mm -hmm. developer made <laughs> Yeah, you, de yeah. you definitely can't run into another yeah. player. So, yeah. no. last year, compare a little bit last year to this year, because last year it was exclusive to mm -hmm. yeah. um, developers and media, and we were only able to go because we won tickets to go. Legion. And then this year it was open to public. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, what what were like, so what were some of the good things and bad things last that came year, out of it? Last year, definitely, I was like, this is a little crowded. This, this convention hall is a little crowded. Oh, did I? Was I wrong? Because last year was actually really spacious and I could breathe. <coughs> this year was just, um, well, just like RTX, there was a little bit of controversy with uh, selling public passes. Mm -hmm. So E3, that's the way I got in this year because the company that I went with last year didn't take me again. So mm -hmm. um, I had to buy $250 E3 pass, which I didn't think was that expensive for three mm -hmm. days straight. No, I'm surprised that they... Considering it's E3. That it's, yeah. yeah, that it's, it was 200 I was expecting to yeah. be more. And I also went with someone that was not... He probably hasn't even went to any gaming conventions and probably <laughs> never... Uh, no, his first one went yeah. to E3. How yeah. lucky! I know what a jump. So I heard, uh, I heard at the uh, the door they were like a thousand dollars. Oh really? Yeah, the, the, at the door, yeah, they door were a thousand dollars. Well, they tickets. stopped yeah. selling like a week before, so I guess they were just using that that way to get more. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. when I had decided, I was like, you know what, screwed. I'm just gonna buy a ticket. And I think I told you. Mm -hmm. By the time I checked, they were sold out. I was yeah. like, yeah. even if I wanted to buy a ticket, I couldn't buy one. Um, so yeah. no, uh, my co our cousin. Uh, 
was actually in LA. He lives in LA. Oh wow! And he's like, he saw the convention center and he saw you know all the banners for mm-hmm. games. He's like, he texts me. He's like, do you know what's going on here? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. dude, it's only E3. one of the biggest yes. gaming yeah, conventions. Yeah, like literally yeah. the the San Diego Comic Con of the yeah. gaming world. Yes, E3. <laughs> and he's like, oh, how is it? I'm like, it's the biggest yes. gaming convention. <laughs> yeah. Like that's a must for most mm-hmm. gamers. And he walks, he's like, I'm gonna check it out. He walks in, he's like, how much are the badges? I'm like, I honestly don't know. And so I can't really tell you. I know that they're gonna be a couple hundreds yeah. uh, for sure. And even if you get them from scalpers, it's gonna be even be that much more mm-hmm. expensive. And even then you're not even <clears throat> doing that route is probably, you could risk getting your pass taken away. Because a lot of the times they'll ID you. Oh. And Boy. make sure your name matches. It even says on the back of the badge, mm-hmm. like if you're caught with someone else's pass, so you're, the pass and the person will be blacklisted and stuff. So. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's how like, that's how this like how big this convention yeah. is and how high I they do take remember themselves. when we mm-hmm. went, mm-hmm. they had like people lined up. You couldn't even get into the convention hall without being ID'd and making sure your ID matches. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. even they get were, inside the convention so, center. They were so, like... It was crazy. Yeah, I don't think... I don't remember them being security. I don't think yeah. we, we went through any metal detectors or anything. It was just a lot of people anything. that want... No, no, But there no was security. just a lot of... So to get in the actual convention hall was one security check, and then to get into the separate... West room, Hall and like, South there's Hall. There's two different halls. Yes, so yeah, to get into the hall, again. that was another check, and I was like, damn, they have some... Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, really, I, I do want to talk about the games. Yeah. Uh, I know Nintendo, if you guys took it, I think they did a really good job. They nailed it. PlayStation for me, though. I am yeah. excited for a lot of and games coming out. you just got a PlayStation, yeah. I, was, I felt more obligated to ditch Xbox and go to PlayStation's booth, which I did because there was also controversy at the Xbox booth. They were kicking attendees out of their booth, especially people with neon yellow passes. Um, which was the passes that you buy if you're not in the industry. So they were yeah. kicking people out. Um, they were like, they at one point they just made a barrier of people that worked for Microsoft to just close off the both openings of the booth. Meanwhile, Sony was like wel- welcoming people and passing out keychains and letting yeah. them in, letting people in that didn't uh, necessarily do a check in through the app into the theaters that didn't have like um, enough seating. Good guy, Sony. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I was <laughs> like, you know, I, I didn't even <clears throat> step in. I stepped in once to the Xbox booth only to be told to get out. That's, it was so that's sad. disappointing. Yeah. Like me as being an Xbox fan, if I, I went, I would have been so disappointed. And it's so different from last year's E3 when we went to Xbox. Yeah. We played like most of the games there. This mm-hmm. year it was just the lines were super long. And even if you tried to get in line, they'd be like, "Excuse me, um, your pass, get." We don't want you. Wow. Yeah, it was so mm-hmm. sad. But then Sony's was like great. They didn't have much. The only playable demos they had were, um, I think, Battlefront Two, and then they also had the. Mm, the robotic one. Near Automata? No, it's the uh, one that the people that made Heavy Rain created. Uh, come on, it was the one. Detroit Become Human. Oh, Detroit, oh, yeah. yeah. That one looked cool. That was that interesting. Yeah. And they had, yeah. the, they had the best booth, in my opinion. It was just like all LCD. It was just a big LCD screen with like um, androids like being like tossed inside. And then they actually had people dressed up in their android costumes. Oh, That's awesome. Nice. And they had like they have like saw on your Snapchat. Yeah, really they were cool. so great. They would like yeah, you go really up cool. to them and be like, "How are you doing today?" And then they'd <laughs> yes. be like, "Oh my gosh, you're yeah. sure." I, I do want to touch upon the games that stood out. Mm-hmm. So I mean, what was the one game that stood out to you the most? If I'm not being a 
I mean, come on, it has to be Mario Odyssey. That was that was the game I played twice. That was the only game I played. I did the demo twice. I waited in line once. That was the first game I actually played I hate too. You so much. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I rat. Well, they gave the demo had two different. You could choose two different levels, mm-hmm. but only one level. So that's why I played it twice. One was in the more city New York style mm-hmm. area, okay. and the second was like the desert um, kind of like I don't know. It had like some. Oh, is that the one where he's wearing the poncho? Yes, that one. I want, I want that one. So I played, <laughs> I the first poncho. one I did was actually the desert. And that mm-hmm. was like the shortest line in my opinion. Because I ran, this was the first day where I was interviewed before the lines mm-hmm. opened. Mm-hmm. And then the woman felt bad because I got interviewed for like 10 minutes straight. And now like the lines were super long. So she actually took me to the oh, front of the yes. line. Mm-hmm. And then once the doors opened, then I just ran to Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, I got to play Odyssey, and it was great. I, I loved it so much. But I kind of liked the New York City demo better, which I didn't play that till like, the third day. And the line then was, like, five hours long. So God. I had to wait, like, that long. It was, like, one of the last games I played, but it was completely worth it. The demo was only um, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was a little downside, just because Breath of the Wild was, like, what, 40-minute demo? Yeah. Oh, we, had, so, we had 30 minutes at PAX. Yeah? Yeah. Well, you guys are playing on Switches, yeah. so it was, yeah. we had to, for the few frames that we were losing on that horrible demo. <laughs> well, we had like 30 um, minutes when we played Breath of the Wild, right? Last mm-hmm. year? It yeah. was like yeah, 30 minutes? Yeah, that's what I was about. Yeah, it was like 10, it was like 20 minutes. I want to say it was 10 minutes just understanding the schemat- the the way the game worked, and then yeah. 20 mm-hmm. minutes of the story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Odyssey was great. I played all of the games at the Nintendo booth. So Mario Rapids, which I played at the Ubisoft booth, and then... Um, uh, Pokemon uh, DX and then mm-hmm. Pokemon Tournament DX and then which was amazingly fun. It's like Smash but Pokemon. Gosh, it looks yeah. really cool. It was I liked it a lot and uh, I want to also say I played oh Sonic Mania for the Switch. Mm-hmm. All Switch all, all running on Switches. No Wii U sadly. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Already obsolete. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then uh, what other games? <clears throat> Arms, which I mean I played the demo for that game. Pass the pa- mm-hmm. in the past with the test test I punch. I hate that game. Oh, no, I, <laughs> I love it. God it awful at it. I love it. I don't know how. I don't know if it's because we played the demos, but we're at, I'm actually really good at yeah. it. I don't know how. No, I, guess I, I have to stop playing it because I cannot beat what's his name? He, uh, not Helix. The the, the last, last boss. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Even oh like my on god. Like difficulty. I want. I, I'm playing on medium, okay. and I suck. I. It makes yeah. me want to get my switch and snap it over my kneecap because yeah. I'm that <laughs> god well, awful at it. Is that triggered? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. He triggers. No, he triggers me, and then he M Bison's me, which is even worse. Yeah. You know. You know what M Bison I'm, is, right? Uh, no. Okay, M. Bison is when, you know, you're whipping his ass, you know, you're like, yeah, I'm finally going to win a round, you know, and you get him down to that much health, yeah. and you pull some b- where it's like comboed. comboed. Oh, I didn't yeah. oh. yeah. It's like, just like power-up, right? Yeah, you know, not only like the power-ups is his abilities, but no, he goes like super sane, and I'm at like half <laughs> health, and he has that much, and then he'll like, oh, here's a punch, here's a punch, and I'm blocking, and I'm dodging, and I'm parrying, and he's like, here's a grab. And there goes 200 of your health. Completely affects like, your life. I'm like, oh, that's great. And then, uh, for some re- and then he charges up his arms, and so he punches you, and now your arms are gone. And then guess what? He goes super. And then guess what? You lose another 500 health mm-hmm. when you only have one bar, and you're just like, why? 
I, yeah. Why? Like, with that much health, why? I, I just want to win. That was hard, When even when I played with my friend. We were both mm-hmm. playing yeah. that one boss, and mm-hmm. we were having so much difficulty. What do you thought? Well, I don't know. You probably remember when we were playing the demos, that one boss, and it took, like, four of us. And even oh, then, yeah, so you had trouble. Me. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I can't I, wait for the comments and just, like, get good kids. <laughs> no, I beat him once. Uh, yeah. Brian, uh, he, I like to give it to me, and I did beat him once. But uh, now he's tough. He's really tough. Yeah. I'm no, no, I'm you, no. you beat the uh, guy prior, like right before you get to the final boss. I beat him. Yeah. Like, no, I beat him like nothing. You're having trouble with him. Yeah. No, that guy. I, no, I'm just bad at the game. I'm, t- I'm talking about the last guy I, after I that. Yeah. I beat. Him. I, I beat. I, t- I beat him one round, and then he impressed yeah. me, and I got even. More no, yeah, upset. I beat him one round. I, I can beat him twice. So I, I have to. I can only play arms for so long and then I have to stop because I rage so bad and it's funny because I'm actually playing Dark Souls for the first time <laughs> and I am actually very calm when I'm playing Dark Souls like I'll die I'm like alright now I'll do this now I'll do this but when I play arms I'm like son of a <laughs> I think you're like this is not as bad as arms no take okay. notes arms is, arms is the most like triggered game Dude, arms okay the game the top three games that are triggering me are arms crash and oh my god, you crashed, yeah. Well, to get all the, the gems! First one, the first crash. Yeah, the, fir- the, fir- yeah. the first crash in the insanity. Yeah. Because, oh my god, I'm trying to do the time trials right now. And of course, my last one is High Road, which if, um, those of you who know will, you know, god, <laughs> pray for me, cool. thank god. But, Why? Jesus Christ, those th- those two games trigger me. I'm trying to remember the Have you one. seen the, uh, there's an, uh, like an add-on or DLC stage for part one? It's it's like a new map for uh remember the the one you're outside the castle and it's raining? Yeah. It's like a harder version of that, dude. Yeah. Okay, does it have a colored gem? I have no idea. I just saw it on I saw it on Facebook. <laughs> but yeah, so apparently we, it's, it's like a DLC. We grew up playing Crash, us three. <laughs> yeah. And Jerry had not played Crash at all. No, I'm not gonna So touch I that. introduced him to it. Mm-mm. And it was funny because you started off and you're like, I don't see how this could be difficult yeah, at on, all. Jay, right? You're such a whiner, complainer. It's so easy. So then at one point in the game, <laughs> it brings you in like you... nice, like, hey, come in, enjoy our game. And yeah. I, yeah, I think it was once I was saying towards the end of the first Yeah, the first island. island. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is getting a little scary. Like, mm-hmm. okay, it's, it's no longer fun anymore. I'm considering like just yeah. crying right Dude, now. High Road made me lose 40 lives. I had 99 lives. By the time I beat it, I was somewhere between like 50. Is that the one I had a hard time on? Yes, High Road is the, the second bridge one. Like yeah. right after the easy like factory level, yeah. you go to that one and you're like, I beat it. I'm like, yes, thank <laughs> God. I moved to the next level and it's a color gem and it's the one outside the castle. And I wanted oh, to yeah. cry. Yeah. That took so long. It took so long. The timing. <laughs> like, you have to get all the timing. You have to get all the boxes. There's a single checkpoint in midway. I don't understand, like, why it's this difficult. Actually, no, no, no. They, they released why it's that difficult. So they put in the mechanics from Crash 3 mm-hmm. into Part 1 in all the games that. prior. Yeah. That is why it's so yes, difficult. Yes. So on High Road, when you got to jump on the turtles, you have to build momentum. Whereas in the original, you always had that momentum no matter what. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah cause I honestly I do not remember Crash Bandicoot being that hard when I was a kid, and I remember playing the High Road, and I'm like, oh my god, like does Naughty Dog want children to cry? Jesus Christ, it's like so f***ing <laughs> hard. Yeah. There's that the theory or whatever <clears throat> that um, because the engine from the second and third games got yeah. transferred to the first game, yeah, and they just I reconstructed it. That's why it's harder. But yeah, yeah. I mean it's that's difficult. like that's there's also a lot of things. that's just like these these reviewer these game reviewers are just. 
like they don't know how to play games. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they just, they're just <laughs> whining the whole time. Yeah, I think I saw one like he didn't even finish the game. So like, yeah. you can't review the game if you didn't finish it. Yeah, yeah, I I really dislike how some of those reviewers they'll do like in progress reviews oh, mm-hmm. just because they mm-hmm. need to get reviews out mm-hmm. in time, and it's like. I don't know. That's that's news nowadays. It's all about who's first. Who's first it, it, it's yeah. unfortunate, but yes, the way it is. So. No. Okay, so going back to E3, let's go down and say who won E3. And why. And why. Why. Yes. Okay, okay. Brian? I got to go with Nintendo. For the fact that Xbox hasn't released any games no. in the past two years that I've been like, that's a must. That's I think ReCore was one game that looked interesting and appealed mm-hmm. to me, but I, it wasn't a must-grab. Well, Crackdown? Well, I mean, I don't know when that's coming out. Crackdown? Okay, one, I've never played you. a Crackdown game, so I can't give anything. But even yeah. then, I can't I can't say that it's a must for me. Whereas, uh, moving on to PlayStation, I love PlayStation. I love it a lot more than Xbox. The only reason I play Xbox is because my all my friends have Xbox. And so I kind of got to play. But if I had to pick one, it'd definitely be PlayStation. PlayStation has been doing great games. Um, Persona 5, which I watched my buddy Adrian stream, mm-hmm. just because I don't have it, and I'll probably get around to playing it later, uh, was really good. But, I mean, uh, aside from, you know, that game already released, at E3, they showed us some more of uh, Uncharted, mm-hmm. which I liked. God of War, which was oh God, great. Yes. Uh, Assassin's Creed, I didn't really care too much for. Call of Duty, I don't care too much for. Spider-Man. Spider-Man yes. looks awesome. Oh, yeah. Like, amazing, spectacular. Whatever yeah. comes before Spider-Man. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's it what it looked. Awesome. Yeah. Even their conference, too, was like interesting. Yeah. They had yeah. those people hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, and it, was it was just awesome. It was weird. Yeah. I was so mad they didn't have a demo of Spider-Man. Yeah. But oh, we yeah. got to see it, the, like a whatever yeah. private oh, theater okay. of someone playing it in front yeah. of us. Yeah. And it was, it was just, it was nice. so cool. Yeah. It had a cool like, Arkham feel to it. Yes. I like but that. The reason I say that Nintendo won E3 is because although PlayStation did release these great games, I already had prior knowledge of their existence. You get what I'm saying? Like, I knew that they were making a new God of War. I knew that they were making another Uncharted. Uh, The Spider-Man did catch me off guard, Mm -hmm. and you know, as well as uh, some of the other titles, but nothing like, I think Spider-Man was like the biggest pop, like, wow, that looks awesome, that's new. Mm -hmm. We didn't get anything for Last of Us, was a Last of Us, which I'm really looking forward mm-hmm. to. Uh, maybe at Sony's uh, convention later yeah, on. Yeah, that's the road. what I was I was a little disappointed at that. But. but aside from that, the Switch released so much more that I felt that it won E3 because mm-hmm. of that. You know, Mario Odyssey looked fantastic. We got a JPEG of Metroid. And the JPEG doesn't really oh, say much, oh but god. oh my god, Metroid. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen a Metroid game yeah. since, what, the GameCube? Yeah. Is it Prime? Mm-hmm. Sure yeah. Prime? Yeah, yeah. I th- no, I, well, I think that was that well, one on the... Like, two the... Metroid games. So, one for the 3DS, um, yeah. Samus Return. Oh, I was right, about to say right. that. And then Metroid that. Prime 4, which is like the main mm-hmm. game. Yeah. That's... And so, there was a, I was about to say there was a 3DS one on the original. But ever since then, dude, I have not... We've, we've yet yeah. to see a Metroid game. And so that really excited me to, uh, to yeah. see a whole new Metroid game. That and uh, kind of a dick move on their part. But uh, there was a fan, I know Eric always talks about this, one of mm-hmm. our friends, that they redid an old... I think Metroid 2, I think. Yeah, I Metroid like, 2, yeah, where yeah, yeah. they're on the, uh, I think mm-hmm. it was a Game Boy, mm-hmm. I think. And a fan remade it. <laughs> and it was available for like a couple of hours. 
And then Nintendo took it down. They had the guy take it down. So if you got it, you got it. If you don't, you like you're not gonna get it. I've heard Nintendo's really bad with that. Like they also made yeah. a fan made Pokemon game, <clears throat> and I heard that was down in like a few hours too. And apparently it was like this really cool game. Like they should have used it or something, yeah. but they well, yeah they took it down. Here's why Nintendo's kind I of mean, dicks I about that. I think well, it's justified in a, in a sense. I mean, if it's fan made, I mean that's kind of good. But I I I kind of get both sides. The only thing that the reason why I say it's a dick move is that so the guy made, remade it and put it up for free, mind you, and uh, Nintendo took it down. And now Nintendo's like, hey, check it out, we remastered it, and now they're probably gonna sell it. And yeah. now you're kind of like, well, that's kind of a dick that move. That guy made yeah. it. And it was free, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> We're charging ten dollars for virtual console. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so that kind of was like, that's dick. But in Nintendo's defense, they've been doing pretty bad with sales yeah, before the yeah. Switch. So yeah. I can see why they were... Weren't they also, like, charging people to use their gameplay for streaming or something? Like, I don't know. I heard something uh, they that do. they were... I think they do. I they think were they, charging they were, yeah. people. They do charge people. I think there's only certain games that you can play. You can like, play there's a Nintendo them. list. Like, an official list of Nintendo games that you can and can't play, That's I believe. so weird. And so... I remember I was looking at 64 games, and I think uh, there's like only like one or two Mario parties. Like you can't play all the Mario parties uh, on there. And there's a few other games that I was like, man, that'd be really cool to uh, record uh, me playing. Just one to see me rage, and two to uh, I'd actually make some pretty good commentary when I'm angry. Uh, yeah. At least I think. <clears throat> and but the way Nintendo works is. You have to give them, like, if you're a bigger uh, or a well-known Let's Player, I guess would be the proper term, you have to give them a portion of, like, I guess the money you receive from the views or yeah. the ads or whatever for that game, for that video. And um, that, so that's kind of like, I guess, I mean, Nintendo was dying, I mean, with the Wii, oh, yeah. which was... They fun were, yeah. for like two hours and I was very upset. Yeah, I, I like that system, dude. I and like then, it all. <laughs> I did, I finally beat House of the Dead on it, which is kind of like a redemption thing yeah. for me. Because Jesus does so many quarters. All right. Well, I'm, I'm talking to you. I'm yeah. just trying to get through everyone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys are going to be surprised. Yes, I don't. Uh, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I'm, I'm a huge PlayStation fan. Are we really surprised so, though? No, no, okay, no, okay. I'm a huge PlayStation fan. Mm -hmm. So after E3 ended, I was like, okay, PlayStation took it because I was you know, blown away by Days Gone, Spider-Man, uh, Which Days Uncharted. Gone is so it's very like I like that one a yeah. lot. Yeah, I forgot about Days Gone. But <laughs> after you know reevaluating, I will say Nintendo. This is why. This is why. This is why. This is why. Mm -hmm. Because out of I mean. The game stood out to me the most. It was only Mario Odyssey that really stood mm -hmm. out to me the most. But that game is making me consider going out and purchasing my own Switch. So right. because of that, a game, you know, for them to make a game that makes me just, for that sole game, I want to go out go and buy, buy a system. system. Yeah, you yeah. got me. You got mm -hmm. me. Yeah. yeah. So, so here's the thing about that. <clears throat> the reason why that's such a big deal is that we already own a Switch. We yeah. Co-own a Switch, <laughs> but yeah. I hide it Dude, and I play it mostly. That would never, no, no, that would never that work. That we both paid two. for, but he <laughs> claims it's his. And I mean, like it went three ways too. You didn't even pay like a half mine. of it. It's mine. Did you even pay for it? Now I think about it. I did. It's mine. No, he paid like not even half of it, and he says his. So it's mine. 
That's I feel like I had to get my little switch. Yeah, I feel like... I kind of helped <clears throat> pay yours, and then I got your yeah. copy of Zelda and a That's whole bunch true. of other stuff, too, so... It's yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, um, watching the Mario Odyssey trailer, it just... I don't, it took me home, took me back. Uh, I immediately thought of... Uh, Mario 64, which is one of my all that is one of my all time favorite games. Mm-hmm. Like Sunshine. when I think, yeah, Sunshine is right underneath it. It's, it's mm-hmm. a, still a great game, but when I think of my childhood, I think of that game. I remember playing uh, 64 Mario. I mean, these kids now. I mean, graphics today, you know, they don't know what it was like back then. Yeah. But th- it was just you know a defining moment in gaming because it was the first time you saw Mario. In, in 3D, open, yeah. yeah. Wasn't I, that also somewhat <clears throat> like open world? Like he could. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, I, I kid you not. Like when I played it, I spent I like an hour just in the courtyard, yeah. running around, swimming, jumping on trees. Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah. That's it, it was. It was a great game. It was, it was amazing. I, I mean, up until Breath of the Wild, to me, I had not seen a you know a a launch title like of that magnitude in any console up until mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. yeah, I'm so. Gosh, I'm and like I the just, fan I just ever. started yeah. having time to actually sit. Like this past week, I sat and played so many hours of Breath of the Wild, and I was, like, I was telling you, I was like blown away. Like the game is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like while I'm playing it, I was like, I can't believe people like sat down and freaking made this thing. Like mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Yeah. It's so, someone that's so like good. completed most of that game and bought the DLC and finished the DLC and I have nothing else to do in that game now. I will find myself just running around the world, like doing, cause like, like cause it's one of those games things. that you can log as many hours as you possibly can and just like be a completionist. Like I'm done with this game, but then find some like cave or cavern mm-hmm. and like find enemies inside of it and then like seeing a new view of a, like a horizon you're like, oh my gosh, how did I not know about yeah. this spot? And with the DLC, you can drop a, a drop a load point so that you can go back to that space whenever you want. Uh, another thing that I loved about Breath of the Wild was the names for certain places. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the names were throwbacks to a bunch of the oh, prior, yeah. prior mm-hmm. games. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, if you go off way to the, I believe, the right side of the map, there's a small place called Tingle Island, which is, quoting Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, uh, in, I believe it's Zora's Domain, mm-hmm. they have a... Yeah. What was it? I it was the Lake Hilly? No, the Lake Hilly is in the bottom right. But basically, they had a bunch of places, and even mm-hmm. from Ocarina of Time, they had the racetrack where Epona was. Where yeah. if you go to that spot, it's guarded by a yeah. guardian. There, uh, there's a guardian there, and you get you know once you take him out. But when you go there, you can like hear Epona yeah. sing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was like, that is so it's cool. Scary. Wasn't it a long, long ranch? Long, long ranch. Yeah, yeah, it was long, long ranch. And if they, someone did like a side by side comparison, it's actually kind of sad because yeah. it's like broken down, and calamity like some of the Ganon. the buildings are mm-hmm. still there. But it's, it's it, of... it was the great calamity. Yeah, yeah. which um, just destroyed everything. I I wish. Oh my god, it makes me love that game that much more seeing all the past content still put into the new, new one and like it it playing the game takes you back to when you played the mm-hmm. other Zelda games in this exploration but also takes you back and like oh my god there's this there's this there's this yeah that was really cool yeah, yeah. that's cool is your mom to you yes, yes okay so i know and it sucks because i'm as much as hate that Xbox gets, it sucks being let down. Because last year was kind of a letdown too. Mm-hmm. And this year, no even though they had one of their better E3 conferences that they've had in a long time, I'd say maybe four years, it was still a disappointment because we have the Xbox One X, 
which is this badass 4K. system. 4K, like, you know, 4K, 4K, 4K. As they said, what is it called? 4K. Let's see what this monster can do. Minecraft, watch um, out, Minecraft in 4K. <laughs> so, yeah, they opened up yeah, with this badass exactly. system, and then they're like, oh, here's Forza. Oh, yeah, and Forza. Oh, here's and also, fifth, here's 10 minutes Forza. of Forza. This is also, like, and, a big internal conflict within their like engineering team and the people that develop the games they say that they're working for the developers with that console yeah, there was that. a developer that was like our game see if these or some game I'm, I'm i don't know what game it was but they're like yeah, yeah it was like the cons they were like so this is xbox one x is it going to be in 4k he's like um it'll be in 4k he's like it's gonna be in 60 frames like no it's it's not gonna be in 60 frames, frames. Mm -hmm. it's gonna be in 30 frames even when oh. they said at the conference like all of our games that we're gonna have the show floor and you're running at 60 frames and 4k because you're not because you're not able to pre-order the xbox one x yet it's because it's still being approved by some board i forgot what it is but some oh, wow. board is still having to approve it to get so you can do, start doing pre-sales and it's just like uh, i don't know it's and exciting. is it even worth it's it at upsetting. the end of the day like Xbox One X, every game that's going to come out for the Xbox One X, they even said it's going to be compatible for Xbox One. And every Xbox One X accessory or every mm -hmm. anything that's going to be for the Xbox One X can be backwards compatible for well, Xbox One. Well, I know there's one. people who are buying 4K TVs and then buying the Xbox One X. I mean, I mean, really, what at Destiny 2? No. I mean, no. I, I don't know. No. It's just... It's upsetting, and the only thing, the only positive thing that came out of Microsoft's conference for me was Ori, uh, oh, yeah, Ori, 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 Ori and Life Force 2, because that game, that first game was so much fun, but what's sad about that is that's like an indie, it's, what, what is it? Oh, indie, 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 it's an indie, indie developer, ID at, ID at Xbox. I, I was yeah. thinking the, the developer's name, I think it's called Moon Studios, yes, yeah. it's Moon Studios, and um, it's, I don't know, that, what's sad is that's the most exciting game for me out of that conference, and it's an independent developer. Yeah. So, it's kind of upsetting. So, with that said, I just want to talk about how much Nintendo has grown over the oh, last yeah. couple of years. Like, if you look back at the previous Nintendo yeah. conferences. Uh, it's sad yes. to think yes. that it's crazy. they were literally filing for bankruptcy. They were on, like, the brink of yes. collapse like they yeah. had n no one in that company knew Satoru Wada passed away yeah. like oh we were God, all just like what is like we're What's sad we're, like I remember and I, I was actually doing a video on this uh, mm -hmm. just to show how bad they were at like mm -hmm. they were the IGN was making like or they were they were websites making like articles like is Nintendo gonna yeah. is it mm -hmm. going to fail like are we gonna have to like sell our stocks and just mm -hmm. like you know say goodbye to such a there great there was one conference I think it was a couple years ago where they were like mocking themselves yeah they were they partnered wow. with the what was like adult swim uh, yeah they were making like and the, they were making uh, what is it that show little, that they were they yeah it's this little show was it Ro robot chicken robot chicken they partnered with robot chicken and they were just like mimic they were just like yeah. mocking themselves they're like oh another mario game like, oh like, yeah another oh, mario gosh. game and like it's, it's so it was sad but it's like looking at them now it's they they've, they they've, have, i'm so yeah. proud um yeah. uh, i was gonna say uh yeah the last before the switch the last Nintendo system I l genuinely loved was the GameCube. Mm -hmm. The Wii, yeah. I just I couldn't I couldn't get into it, and the same for the Wii U. But the first time I played the Switch, I actually uh, was fortunate enough to play it before it uh, it was released. I got to play Breath of the Wild about a m two months before it came out, mm -hmm. and I remember playing it and thinking like, okay, this this is a step in the right direction. Yeah, I hate him. For yeah, that. I got I got lucky and I got to play it. But I remember playing it and thinking like, this is I I mean I I can't you know give a full in-depth review on this but this is definitely a step in the right direction yeah. and it has it's it's yeah 
I'm good for them. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for them. Okay, so we're kind of running out of time. So Jerry, who's the uh, winner of E3? Uh, well, we still have like about 10 minutes, but we still, we're going to talk about yeah. Spider-Man for a little mm -hmm. bit. But um, give us like your wrap-up. And Nintendo, and I think that says a lot about um, just... I think someone was saying, it's like a comment on the Xbox podcast, on the Xbox um, event, but someone mm -hmm. was like, Xbox, and then like Dash, what they would say to it was like, Xbox has 4K, 60 frames, whatever teraflops of memory, mm -hmm. one terabyte of solid state drive, and then they're like, and it's like uh, Nintendo just like, uh, oh yeah, uh, Mario can turn into a dinosaur, and we have a new Metroid game. And then the plot <laughs> just like erupts, <laughs> and that just shows you like graphics isn't everything. Like, yeah, no, it it really. If isn't. you don't, yeah, I think I like I lost my. Dude, when yeah. I, saw Mar I saw Mars the T Rex. Dude, yeah. Mars the T Rex. The <laughs> song, dude, the song got yeah. me. The song gets me such in such a good mood. Yes. Like I'll, it, I, I don't even care. I li I'll listen yeah. to it. Like sometimes I'm in the car. Yeah. And it's just like a little happy, peppy it's song. So, and you know, the singer of that song is the is the mayor of New Donk City. Actually, isn't it Pauline? Yeah. I yeah. Think so yeah. Uh, they're bringing so. back Pauline. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know who oh, Pauline wow. was, man. Oh, the, from the, uh, Galaxy, right? No, no, no. Pa that's um. Rosalina. Okay. So Pauline is the original girl from Donkey Kong that Mario was dating. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Princess Peach didn't come in until I believe was it two or three Super Mario was two or, no first first Super Mario Bros. But um in Super in Donkey Mario, Kong Super Mario World, yes no Super Mario Bros. I believe because okay. Princess in another castle. Okay. Yeah. But Pauline was originally the girl that Mario was saving, and so to see her is as the mayor of New Donk City. And basically that little cameo, I like that yeah. a lot. Mm -hmm. Well, also, I think the, mm -hmm. the music from the trailer was playing in... Okay, I love the music. I love that song. I think when I saw that trailer, I just kept listening to it. But then I kind of got sick of it because I would spend day, the whole days at the Nintendo booth. Mm -hmm. That song was blasting on loop, like on repeat. <laughs> Constantly in that booth, like uh, I was just like, okay, okay. So the reason, so basically, Odyssey. the reason everyone hates Frozen. Yeah, so I was just yeah. like that. Go, but then when yeah. I got back, I was like, okay, I'll listen to it again now. Yeah. But um, yeah, song. I think they had. Oh, this is also something I didn't mention, but they had a live arms tournament with mm -hmm. like the when it was, I was watching it, and like the guy that got all the way to the end got to play against the creator of ARMS, like one of the lead developers. And he beat him, right? And he beat him, yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, no, no, the developer that, no, the beat the, the developer oh, okay. beat the yeah. guy. Oh, yeah. But they yeah, still gave developer. him, like, you know, Jerk. he still yeah. went, like, they gave him his award, and then they were like, would you like to, like, fight against the actual developer of the mm -hmm. game? Yeah. So that was really cool. And then they also cool. did a Pokin tournament, um, an actual yeah. tournament up on the stage. Okay. But what was sad was that the stage was elevated mm -hmm. by like a few stories, which is different from last year's E3 because you could like go up to their stage just like yeah. be held back by mm -hmm. like, but no, this was like three, like three stories up. So you just had to like look up <laughs> and then they like, they would like, like there was no way you could like get up there. Yeah. Ah, so. I see. Nintendo Treehouse. So yeah. you say Nintendo one? Yeah. Wow, I'm sorry. guys. I'm sorry. I, I, Nintendo sweet. Nintendo. Oh, they had their booth was nice. Enjoying the people there year. were super nice. They gave out so much stuff. A lot more. They were giving out shirts. Yeah. The only way you could get a shirt was if you played all their games at their booth. So you had to get stamps. They would give you stamps yes, on papers. Yeah, they did that pack yeah. too. Like, it was super fun. Chains, I mm. Um. Sony's people were very nice, but Nintendo's people... Oh, it's also worth mentioning, every person that was at the Nintendo booth was dressed up like a character from the New Dog City, which was like the black tux, the gray tux. With, every girl had like a gray hat with the gray like mm -hmm. 
work dress yeah. and like every that was how all of them were dressed they would like walk around with like act like new york yeah. accents yeah that's awesome. something they did last year too all the girls they had all girls and they were all dressed up as, as zelda. the tunic yeah, yeah the tunic awesome. from zelda so that's yeah it was cool yeah so okay. all right so let's wrap up a little bit with e3 yeah, yeah. and let's talk about spider-man Yes. So we all literally so, saw oh Spider-Man so, yes. at the same exact time. The movie, not the game. No, no talk about the movie. Yeah, talk about the, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. Spider-Man movie. <laughs> oh, it's old. Well, the game looked good, too. Yeah, the game looked great. great. Yeah. The movie I did enjoy a lot. Uh, Michael Keaton, I think, did a good job as Vulture. I'm yeah. glad that they made Vulture look good, because the only times I would see Vulture is I never liked his costume. I don't like how they can make this. A live-action Vulture. Yeah, yeah, I thought, how would, how would they do it? And they pulled it off really well. Yeah, we'll say that. Yeah, that's good. I know. I will say I liked how uh, they really humanized him. I yeah. I always appreciate a movie when it's uh, when you have a villain you can kind of relate to. Yeah. And you kind of you, not you side with them, but you can see why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. So it is a really good job uh, about doing that. I like that a lot. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I mean, Michael King's a phenomenal actor. Uh, yeah. When I heard he was going to be. The vulture. I was I was on board. I was like, oh my god, yes! I really <laughs> thought Birdman. It was funny because yeah. we just finished yeah. watching yeah. Birdman. Yeah. So I just I loved like, him so much oh, more. A, yeah, like, yes. that's yeah. ironic. Yeah. And, yeah, and I will say, I mean, it's this is the. I mean, in our lifetime, this is what the third time we've seen Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. done. Yeah. Um, I probably probably disagree with me, but I think Tobey Maguire was the worst one. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I mean, a lot of people, some people, you know, love him. I think they're blue. You know, I'd say he was my least favorite. Yeah. I don't think he was like the worst. I don't think he did a bad job. He didn't. He but didn't. Yeah. I feel like the, that movie's kind of aged. They have. They've aged. So, I, they've aged. They really they've have aged. aged. like milk. And you I know, know I did. Bad. My thing with Andrew Garfield is he seemed a little too much of like a pretty boy. And I think that bothered me a little bit. Like he was always like, he always had his hair like super oh, nice. I know. I was like, and he was always like dressed. <laughs> like, you know, he had like this style to him. And I was like, I don't know. In my mind, you think Spider Man. I mean, I'm not too familiar with like the comics, mm -hmm. but I think like nerd. You know, you think of like. It, I think he I don't played know. a better. I, I liked him a lot. I, yeah, I think he I played liked. a better Peter Parker and Spider Man. To, to me, what. Um, what stood out more to me was he was like you know has his quips you know he would like yeah. he would you know joke around with he was full with his uh his his, his the, opponent yeah and that's something uh the Tom mcguire or sam raimi uh spider-man failed to capture which yeah. it, it's that's a big part of spider-man i remember even a few friends saying like they weren't used to that like why does he do like i don't like that he does that. like no that is spider-man yeah, that spider -Man is spider -Man. does mm -hmm. that yeah to people who like just kind of watch the movies they see a different point of view uh, whereas, like, you know, the people, us who read yeah. the comics were like, no, it should be done this way. Yeah. Mm. Um, I will say, I am glad we did not get another uh, backstory with Uncle Ben dying for the oh, third time because Jesus Christ. <laughs> we know what happens. Yeah. He's, de he's dead. Good thing he's dead. He's going, like, I was just waiting for Uncle Ben to walk in, like, oh, can't we forget <laughs> to die? Like, yeah. And, like, Peter, with great power, can do it responsibly. Yeah. No, yeah, Uncle Ben. Yeah, like, no. Dude, I'm going to go down to the shady supermarket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, um, it's the storyline just changed up a bit. I. I mean, Spider-Man had its uh, its pros and cons. Definitely, I think the uh, the last one was a bit convoluted, and I mean, it had too much going on. Mm -hmm. But I did like that they were going along with the uh, the comic storyline. Yeah, I I did want to see more of that. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, we're not going to see that anymore. But I will say, I am I want to see where this goes. They they yeah. have their own twist to it, but I mean, we'll see. I, uh, I do want to continue with this, but I do want to also mention that they're making that Venom movie, and I don't like it. 
Yeah, uh, so I, I mean, I personally, I don't, I've heard of it, but I mean, I have no idea if it's going to be canon to Spider-Man. The, the, the thing about it is that it, they're making his villain Carnage. And Carnage, I've wanted for so long to be in a Spider-Man movie. He's no, my favorite Spider-Man you, villain. Yeah, and wouldn't it be more badass to see? Because in the comics, Spider-Man and Venom team up to take out Carnage. That'd be a, I think that'd be a uh, lot more badass to see. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it'd make a good story. Because like, oh, Venom, you know, his one of his arch enemies. Like, he's that desperate. Yeah, he's like, yeah. we need to team up like, to take this. Carnage this is guy is the ultimate badass. evil. Yeah. Yeah. He's a badass, which is yeah. why I'm, I would, I'm. I've always wanted to see him on screen because he's just such a bass where, you know, yeah, Spider-Man and Venom have to team up in order to take him out. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, I, I wanted to see that brought to light. Mm -hmm. And so to make this Venom movie and have Carnage as a villain, I'm a bit worried. Because, again, like, I want to see that. I want to see Spider-Man mm -hmm. and Venom. Venom get to the point where he's like, I can't do this and I have to go to my arch enemy for help. Mm -hmm. I would love to see that, but I don't know if they're going to do it with Venom. Did they already cast Venom? Is it Tom? Sure. I, 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 I heard re Tom Hardy. I thought it was Tom Hardy. Tom and I'm like totally cool with that. I think he'd be... <laughs> I heard I heard that. Too. I heard it's going to be rated R. Oh, I would... So that's a rated R yes. Marvel movie? Cool, because now they're... I mean, they're... They're a hit, dude. I mean, ever since Deadpool. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Logan was... Dude, Logan was beautiful. Oh, yeah. I yeah, love Logan. Good. That's what I... Mm -hmm. That movie is like one of my favorite. Uh, it was such a good clip. That's my favorite movie of the year. Yeah. The Wolverine. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it was nice. Just a nice little like way to wrap mm -hmm. it up. I yeah. man, it would have been nice to see him go into spoiler alert. If you hadn't seen it, yeah, he dies. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if you haven't seen it yet, I mean, what I are you mean, doing you with your kind life? Of, yeah. I, I yeah. Some people said that they caught him by surprise and they were. It got in me tears. by surprise. I was already like, look at him. He's. Like he's gonna die. I, I want him to ride off to the sunset. Yeah. yeah, I want him to ride off to the sunset. No yeah. more guns in the valley. When, as soon as I saw his bullets like come off yeah. too painfully, and he was just like crying, I was like, "This guy's gonna die." I feel like yeah. I knew he was gonna die, but a part of me was like, "Come on, you yeah, come on, just don't, you can't do it." No, because I hated it because um, Patrick Stewart caught me off guard. Dude, oh, I know. God. Oh, it breaks your heart. <laughs> yeah, so oh, yeah, yeah, that caught me off guard, and then I'm like, "Come on, like." He's, since he already swore it, I'm like, come on, he, he's got to live, man. Come on, don't do this to me. And then, yeah, and I'm like, come on. But that one hit me more than, I don't remember feeling it that much in X-Men 3 when uh, Professor X dies. Yeah. But, I don't know, this one, oh my god, dude, I was like, no, I remember, like, it happening, I was like, no! I was like, yeah. oh my god! Well, I think the reason for that is because in X-Men 3, it was more of a sacrificial thing, where, like, he yeah. gave, like, he knew it was gonna happen, so he gave up himself. Yeah. Whereas this one, it was completely unexpected. Well, yeah. this one, too, he's kind of, like, suffering throughout the movie, and you have yeah. to, like, yeah. suffer with yeah, him, Yeah, yeah, he has that, that, that's that weight on his shoulder. Yeah. Well, he has that, uh, they have him under medication, he's got, yeah. he, like... He forgets, I'm, and now I'm forgetting the name for it, which yeah. is ironic. He has like dementia, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and so, because well, he can't control yeah. his powers. So I like loved, it. and it was very painful for him, but I loved the scenes where he would, like, have a stroke or something, mm -hmm. and the time would, he would stop everyone from yeah. doing oh, yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah. That mm -hmm. one scene where they were in Vegas, right? Yeah. Was that where it was? yeah. And everyone just, like, that was in the cars, just, like, stopped, and then the cars, like, mm -hmm. crashed into each other, and, like, there was, like, explosions going off mm -hmm. and he yeah. was just like trying to like get him yeah to that was an awesome scene uh, that was awesome we're, scene. we're getting off Spider-Man I know we did <laughs> no. completely, completely I know. off Spider-Man it's okay <laughs> I feel like we gave ourselves time to like get off topic with things because we knew we were gonna get off topic with things yeah but okay so I guess let's talk a little bit about the giveaway right For okay yeah you know what yeah um in honor of our you know for our new channel 
We're gonna give you a raffle, uh, give one of these away. This is a Frostrite Scarlet Solo. Well, we're, this is, we're using the bigger, beefier version to power up our mic. So if you like the sound coming out of this, you know, what we have, you're gonna love this thing. So basically it's just, it's, you plug this up, your mic up to this, uh, you plug up a guitar to it, plug it up to your computer, you can podcast, make music. You guys are artists, you know what to do. Mm -hmm. So um, we are gonna raffle this off to the first 100 subscribers. So if you're watching, uh, hit the like button and subscribe button. And as soon as we hit 100, mm -hmm. uh, we will start raffling it off. Yeah. I think we'll do this one just oh. to YouTube, right? And then we'll go ahead. Yeah, we'll probably come up with something else for Facebook for the first 100 likes, followers. I think yeah, Facebook has followers Yeah, I think what we'll do is too, like right? followers we'll and YouTube and iTunes combined as soon as that reaches 100 then from those yeah. 100 people will scramble and pick one. Well, I think we should do a different one if we do social media. Yeah. Just I think so too, yeah. yeah just because if, you know, we're, we're doing this for our first 100 subscribers on YouTube. YouTube and, and then... And so we should stick oh. to uh, yeah, so yeah. YouTube. We'll probably do YouTube. a separate one for Facebook. Yeah. I think. And uh, yeah. uh, I, think it's, I think it's worthwhile to say we're not being sponsored by... <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I no, wish you were being sponsored no, by Scarlett. I wish Scarlet you were. No, uh, we're just starting. Yeah, just, I got, <laughs> I got uh, in a little bundle. I didn't need it. So yeah. I'm like, you know what? Let's give it to some lucky, yeah, uh, it's lucky nice. subscriber. Yeah. I mean, we use the, I mean, the bigger yeah. version of it and it's amazing. It's super simple to figure out and use i was yeah i was telling you i think earlier yesterday they had some of these port or not telling you this morning they had these portable um for mixers, podcasts yeah. mixers for podcasts at e3 mm -hmm. they'd have people like sitting down at tables doing podcasts with like little mixers and stuff i'm like wow that's so i didn't even know it was possible back then you wouldn't be able to bring an entire yeah mixer like we have and stuff so. yeah it's so easy. Pretty great. Cool. But um, I guess that pretty much that wraps it up. Then, huh? it up. Yeah, we'll wrap mm -hmm. it up. All right. Get yep. cool. Um, we're also going to be doing uh, other podcasts. Yes. Uh, they might join. I'm not too familiar with it, but I uh, I will try to be doing podcasts for anime. I'm a huge anime fan. Anime reviews. Uh, I'll probably bring up some of my anime friends. Yeah, I would He's love an to talk about yeah, that. Okay, so you guys okay. Probably... we got Jerry on board. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we'll probably, we'll I also want to. I want to yeah. rip Netflix's Death Note. Oh my God! Oh okay, God. no, we're we're saving we're that for saving our that. Yes, because yeah. we'll Jesus, save it. we're saving that. Yeah. Oh my God! I can we'll go be here on for an hour. I think I think that podcast will solely be Death Note. Yeah, as someone that's completed anime, we should do like a reaction. Yeah, you guys, you guys should do a reaction. Okay. Do you guys watch so, it? I'll break the monitor. I'm, I'm watching it. I'm, I had never seen Death Note prior. I'm watching it right now. Uh, he has no prior knowledge okay. of Death Note, so I know for sure we're gonna watch the Netflix series. I'm probably gonna be very upset because I saw another teaser for it that my friend shared, and I hated every second of it. Um, he has no uh, view on Death Note. He only knows kind of what it is, but he's never seen it, and so. He's gonna go in with the blind eye. I'm gonna go in with you know the fan base eye, and uh, and I'll go in with the expert eye. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, he's watching. Yeah. 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 We'll go through a blind eye. Um, right. But uh, yeah, we were cool. gonna wrap it up. We're running out of time. Yeah. So, thanks um, so much. Uh, if you guys you. made it this far and listened to the whole thing, thanks. And uh, we'll probably be back in another two weeks. Right. So we're two, planning. Yeah, we're planning to do bi-weekly. So yeah, thanks for watching.